0: Chad Cameron What day is today? Um 929 It's a Thursday It is The day the music died Uh canonically It is um In uh, the, the What's the, what the, the, the The Gears of War when the bad guys come out of the ground It's that day It's a lot of days today I made all of that up What's the actual day, Cameron? What is your answer?
1: Well, I there's a website called National Today, where you can look up all the stupid things that today is. Mm. And it says that today is Thursday. Uh, oh, okay, now here's a better one. It's National <laughs> Coffee Day. Oh,
0: yeah, it is. Um, The local gas station was doing like a thing. You bought a certain type of coffee, you could get a, a free donut. I ended up not doing that, but it was an option. So that, that one's real in terms of yeah. My my company we celebrated Oktoberfest today, so we had a uh, had lunch on the house, and uh, everybody got an hour long lunch. That was cool.
1: Ah. Uh... <laughs> It's almost, yeah, you know, it's kind of weird. I'm I'm still in disbelief when I look at the calendar. And I'm very confused because I have neighbors that are putting up Halloween decorations. And the stores are starting to get the Christmas decorations out. And it's not October for me yet. And I can't tell if it is My, or isn't. Like, I'm very confused at all times.
0: It is almost October. My neighbors put up some Halloween decorations. Uh, they go pretty full wild with it. They have young kids, so I don't mind. I think it, you know, they, they're, they're in that time where they can have fun and it's cute because they have kids that are like six and eight or whatever. Uh, I guess people just sometimes like to do that anyways, right? Whatever their age. I, I've we, We've kind of had this talk before. We're basically just both curmudgeon old people in some respects.
1: Yeah, in some respects, but also I felt that way when I was younger. It's like there's a time for it. I don't know. It mm-hmm. just seems stupid. So, whatever. If you had to pick I'm a confused. holiday
0: that lasted all year round, no matter what your opinions were, which holiday would you pick?
1: Oh, National Coffee Day.
0: Hell yeah. I, I didn't. I even forgot about that one, and that is today. I was going to be like, I would have to say from the big ones like Halloween, just because I, I have, I guess, vague amounts of more fun with that than like Easter or Christmas or Thanksgiving, uh, at least from a visual standpoint. I guess I kind of like Thanksgiving the most because it involves eating a lot and there's more pie the pie is cool I- i'm down for year-round pie but national coffee day could be every day and that'd be all right
1: i like having a coffee at work
0: Hmm. i drink a lot of coffee and i feel like that's one of the few habits i have that's bad that i isn't that bad and i'm not going to try and fix it
1: yeah it's not a terrible thing to have some coffee
0: the liquor and cookies different story coffee fine So, I don't know if we want to just jump into this, but I am really excited to hear about your experience at a Weird Al concert. And yes, I dragged that out on purpose to be an asshole.
1: How I was went the Weird to Weird Al a concert? concert. Yeah. Yay. Oh, you want me to talk about it, huh?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Paint me a picture with your words.
1: Okay. Well, imagine. Uh, like a theater and Weird kay. Al was there. So, Okay. I don't know. I think, uh, I, th- I think I, uh, we've talked a lot about Weird Al before. We did that one episode recently. Yep. So everyone knows I'm a fan. I enjoy the music. I've also seen him before, but this was a special tour. I, I don't know how much you know about it. Let me get the full name. I know you told me that he was basically only playing deep cuts, like he was not
0: going to play any of his big hits. The whole point was to to play the songs he likes, but that that no one wants to hear kind of thing.
1: Yeah, th- this year what he's doing is uh, it's called The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent and Ill-Advised Vanity Tour.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: So it's it, there's no beat it or eat it or meet it. <laughs> it's just like weird ones, like uh, first world problems. Uh, oh, there was a <laughs> there was a song I had not heard in a very long time, and it it's a funny one, and it's one of these things where it's like, man, I wish I heard this more often. And who would have guessed you'd ever hear live performed with the whole band there? Um, the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota.
0: I have never heard that
1: song. Are you familiar with that song? It's I really funny. It's about like a, a dad has a vacation and he asks the kids. Hey, kids, where do you want to go on vacation? And the kids get excited and they look at each other and they say, we want to go to the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. And so they, they have Shit. a big family road trip all across the country to go see this ball of twine that's in Minnesota. And it's not the biggest ball of twine in the country because that's corporate bullshit. They went to the biggest one in Minnesota, because that's the one with heart. Hell yeah. This is a
0: seven-minute song almost. This is a fucking
1: Odyssey. Yeah, it's one of those like album closers where it's just it's really dumb and it's perfect. Oh man,
0: even like the way he says Minnesota, he has like a, a Midwestern accent on there.
1: Yeah, it's really catchy. It's a good song. And hearing that live was amazing. I think one of my favorites is also skipper dan which is the one where he uh sings about giving tours on the disneyland ride where you, you go on the jungle cruise that sounds fun that's a fun one
0: did, did he do and the uh, the very... palindrome song <laughs> oh, i'm sorry which one the palindrome one i know the line is like "De god where
1: every song is every line can be said forward and back uh, no i love that song that, that was uh, i was hoping to hear that one the other one that he didn't do was i want a new duck because that's one <laughs> of don't my know favorites that one either you, oh, you don't know that one it, that's an older one and it's so dumb that it makes me laugh every time it's like i want a new duck one that doesn't bite i want a this new duck like three that quacks long. just right
0: oh shit this is kind of is this a is this a parody or is this an original? No, this has I to be. I think a parody. it's a parody of something. Yeah, as I recognize this guitar riff, and people are probably mad that I don't immediately know it because it sounds really um, yeah. What the fuck song is this? Well, you could look it up. I'm sure. Google activates. That would uh, that would be losing.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Let me let me see. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that it was a parody of and it's like it's obvious now. Oh wait, wait. I'll let you think about it.
0: I I was hoping the chorus would help me, but it did not. It actually made it made things worse. Oh my god. Okay, what is it? Here, I'll I'll send it to you. Can we lo- oh, I want a new drug. I, want I never would have guessed drug. that drug. I don't, I don't know their music enough. Like, I culturally, I've heard that song because I recognize the melody, like, immediately. Yeah. I think it's but one I, of those that not...
1: will play in movies. Like, I, 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 you yeah. know what? The first thing here is, like, a clip from Back to the Future where that's playing. Mm. So it's one of those that you're exposed to, but it's also, like, I would never think, oh, Huey Lewis and the News.
0: I guess I can actually pull up his set list. Holy shit. How many songs does he play?
1: Uh, oh, each of the '77 shows has a different set list. I, if you if you're looking at a set list, uh, some of those were incorporated into mel- uh, medleys. Oh, yeah, he does that a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, and it, honestly, <laughs> it was a it was something of a finale. Uh, so he does a bunch of these songs; they're really good. It, lots of uh, stories in between stuff. Um, uh, it's not called Melanie. There's another one. Uh, Oh, One More Minute. Are you familiar with One More Minute? I am not. That's the one. It's like a breakup song. And it's like, I'd rather slam my fingers in the door over and over again instead of spend one more minute with you. That kind of a thing. Okay. And he told a story where uh, he was doing a TV gig. And this was early in his career. And so it's like, oh, it's a big deal. Cool. And it's going to be on the H one or whatever, and it's like, okay, this is this is so neat, and they record it and they do that song, and then after it's recorded, he gets a call from Standards and Practices, and they say, hey, yeah, so there's a problem with the song, and uh, we're we're gonna have to censor it, and he says, okay, um, what in the world? These are not the songs he played. Oh,
0: really? I was going to say because these actually look like ones I recognize. So I, I, I usually the uh, yeah, last but, dot, or setlist.fm is usually pretty spot on.
1: Well, you know what? I wonder if one of these was uh, the Monday night.
0: Oh, yeah. He had, he had a couple shows do different and... songs and mix it up. What um, date but did anyways, he's telling
1: this story. They he gets the call. Hey, we're going to have to censor the song and he says, "Well, okay. I mean, like I I can't do anything about it. So, like what do you have to censor?" Um, is that Well, just well, we'll take care of it. We just want to tell you beforehand so you're not upset, right? And oh, okay, fine. And so then the rest of the week, he's just sort of like wondering like what in the song needed to be censored? And how are you going to censor it? And what it turned out was, and he's watching this live on TV, not live, but he's, you know, the show. And there's a lyric where he says, I'd rather clean all the bathrooms in Grand Central Station with my tongue. And apparently that was the line they didn't like. And so what they did was, it's singing the song. It says, I'd rather clean all the bathrooms in Grand Central Station with my beep. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so uh, as a treat, he played the uncensored version for us that's funny um yeah that was a good one he had, he had a lot of good stories yeah you did find the correct set list so yeah he did different songs under different days wow i would have bought that's kind if i knew that this is amazing
0: well also just like the amount of songs he has that that he's gonna like totally changed up he played 22 songs 24 if you get uh, with the encore like totally different set lists going back to back like that i mean that's 44 songs that's a that's a lot Uh, To just memorize and rehearse A couple of
1: these are jokes Uh, I love that drum solo's on here three times Yeah And drum solo was um, He stared at the audience for like 30 seconds And then he shouted drum solo And pointed to the drumist And the drumist hit one of the drums once And then everyone gave a standing ovation
0: (laughs) That's so fucking fun
1: Yeah it's that stuff Um yeah, they did Craigslist? I never thought I would see that live. That was a treat. What was... Uh... Oh, Your Horoscope for Today. That's another one that I never thought I would hear. it. it that, that's the thing. This whole concert, as a real Weird Al fan, just, it hits so hard because it's like, oh, these are all great songs I haven't heard in years. Because if you tell yeah. Alexa to play Weird Al, it's going to be like Beat It or Eat It. So... I, yeah, I loved it. What made this extra special though was I bought my dad a ticket because I thought this would be fun to go to. And we're driving downtown and he says that he's never actually seen Weird Al in person. And so he's been a fan for these like 40 years and somehow with all the, th- all the things we do and all the things we go up to, he's just never seen Weird Al before. And it's like, what in the world? Like I wouldn't even know Weird Al if it wasn't for him. And so it's like, well, this has to be the best show ever. <laughs> like he he needs to see a good show. And it opens with like this like weird deep cut song and my dad has this grin, you know, ear to ear, and it's like, okay, this is gonna be a good night.
0: Oh, you took your day. Okay. That that's yeah, that is that's fantastic. Did you drink there at all? Was it a, I'm kinda curious what like what a what a cocktail would cost at a weird Al show in
1: California? My guess is more than I'm willing to spend. Um, you could get a can of Bud Light for fourteen dollars. Fuck that. So we did not drink. Yeah, people
0: actually drink at shows. I know whenever I go to like shows in Minneapolis or Madison, where where drinks are quite a bit more expensive. Sometimes in Madison they're okay, depending on like the venue. Minneapolis are, they're just fuck off expensive. I'm not going to bother.
1: Well, you know, the I, other I don't ever really see that um, many I'll people drinking, your...
0: but. The one time, uh, the, I know when we went and yeah. saw Godsmack, like, like, there was someone walking by with, like, they, were, they had four drinks that they were gonna pass out to their friends, and I'm just like, that is legitimately, like, over $40 right there. And you know that each drink only has, like, a single shot of whatever liquor is in there.
1: Yeah, there were a couple people next to me that, uh, they, they would get up and go back and get more drinks, and the couple between them, they must have had, like, three each. And it's like, this has to be, like, they they have money to throw around, of course, but it's like they have mm-hmm. a lot of money to throw around. I mean, if that's like what forty five bucks, like right there, yeah, that's nuts. And and we're not talking good drinks either, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like I would have one of those and go, well, I'm good. They're also probably going to charge you like six bucks for a bottle of water. Oh yeah, I, it was. It was as like bad as you want to guess it would be. Oh my gosh! What my phone wants to update Discord because I opened a Discord. Um. So the venue is a very classy old theater. Oh yeah, this looks nice. It's very nice. I love this theater. It's uh. It's also where I went to see Tim and Eric live, which similarly, Tim and Eric they're like just making fart jokes, and it's like this is so strange because they they have this aura about them where they pretend that they're the greatest performers ever so it almost becomes part of the act that they're in this beautiful theater sure with all the like classy people walking around you know and (laughs) i man so anyways uh weird al was a lot of fun um again, the the finale was the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota, which is a long song, and it's just it's so catchy and fun. And it's like, boy, that's great. And they do the thing where they're like, you know, they they take their bows and everything, and you have to clap for the encore. And everybody knows there's an encore. So what they do is they, they said goodnight and they bowed, and then they just sort of pretended that the curtains closed, even though they didn't. And everybody just sort of like stands around checking their phones and like Al's there drinking water and he's like ignoring the crowd and we're all standing there giving <laughs> a standing ovation for like a minute straight and no one's making eye contact with with anyone and it and like he kept teasing like he would start to turn like he's gonna look at us and then he wouldn't and everybody would clap harder and it was just it's this very funny atmosphere um he comes back and he does a rebel yell just as like a straight up cover
0: He's, uh, like, I know he's been in the game a long time. Like, he's got to be in his, like, late 40s now, right? But the man uh, is no, such a... Uh... 60s. Oh, God. I-, I don't know math, but, like... like how old Jesus is that...
1: Weird Al? Question mark.
0: Fucking good he's for him. He's 62 years but, like, old. Wow. I love, though, that, like, he is such an entertainer yet. Like, he's so funny. He's still got it. He, he definitely knows how to play a crowd. Like... Yeah. He's got just that much natural charisma, but then just decades of experience um, at using it. And like all of this stuff, I'm like listening to this and it's like, this is so just like secondhand amusing. And I wasn't even there.
1: Yes. (laughs) And and he does know how to do a crowd. And honestly, his band is great, too. Like they're all entertaining. Um, They're uh, they're keyboardist. Uh, He he introduces the show by saying, and everyone welcome our new keyboardist. (laughs) And the the guy on the keyboard, he's literally, he's the newest member of the band, starting back in 1994. That was the last time they hired someone. So so he's still technically the new guy. And so Al always introduces him as the new guy. And then also points out that everyone probably recognizes him when he was... Uh, he was chosen as sexiest keyboarder of the year in 1993 in keyboarder monthly which is real and <laughs> oh jesus christ like, really yeah it's just it's the funniest thing because it's just a very specific kind of weird out humor that has not changed yeah. over the years and also hasn't aged it still works
0: that that is a good bit that is really funny
1: yeah um but that you know, was fun no i've never really I had uh, the urge to see Weird oh, Al, yeah. but
0: now I kind of want to.
1: Yeah, I honestly, he puts together a good show. And if he just played his hits, you'd enjoy it. When he gets artsy about it, you'll really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, it sounds like really good. The encore I want to talk about... Like, Rebel Yell was really good. It's a good cover. And that was a lot of fun to listen to. But then what he did was weird. Uh, he did a medley but he mixed up lyrics with different genres. So like it's listed here, Amish paradise, but he was saying the lyrics to Amish paradise as if it was a fifties doo-wop song. Oh, wow. And then smells like Nirvana as if it was a country song. It where it's just like, it's weird and interesting. And like, it sounded good. Uh, but it, uh, <laughs> he does this weird thing at the end where he's doing yoda and halfway through he sits down and they all start doing gibberish and this goes on for like 2 or 3 minutes oh wow where it's like and they're they're in sync like it's so well rehearsed but i don't think i could emulate what it sounded like it's like they they sit there going how many boop ba ba do ba Bingo. For three minutes, it's like bizarre. What? 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 Um, and then, and then he like holds the mic to the audience. He's like, now you guys, and there's like silence, and he goes back to Yoda, and it's just the best. Like he really knows how to work a crowd, just right.
0: He's like, he's legitimately like a comedian at heart though, which, which is cool. I, I know we've talked about comedy music a bit before, especially like in regards to Weird Al, but I, I was kind of talking with, with people in my one uh, Facebook or uh, Discord group. because someone was going on about, um, Ogre or, uh, Pocket Ogre Slammers, which is a joke deathcore band that only sings about Shrek. And it's really stupid. <laughs> and it's like, the joke is that it exists at all, and then that their acronym is POS. Like, ha ha ha. That's that's kind of it. And I would never choose to listen to that music. It feels like this is like a shitpost post band. And then there's like other comedy music where it's like really well crafted and like the joke. You know, like Weird Al knows how to tell a joke in a song. It's not just grunts. But uh, every once well, we, in a while, we sing about Trek, like the 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 golf and and. What the artistry, right, is like insane to me. Um, oh, someone! Wow, this is a nine-minute melody. <laughs> yeah, I found
1: it on YouTube. There's like a a crappy handy cam version of it, which, I mean, it, this goes against the spirit of things. But if you want to see it, it's out there.
0: Yeah, this is from Mankato. I could have gone to this one. You missed out, sucker. I know his like part of his shtick is like singing songs in genres they don't belong like that was on um, the album we listened to where he had uh the Papa Roach song and a bunch of other new metal songs as
1: uh oh those like polka medleys
0: yeah and so like the fact that he's like continuing to do that even with like his own stuff I think it's it's just like another way to like tag that joke and like keep it moving right and just keep it fresh while still being something you recognize oh wow yeah this is uh
1: this is this is enchanting this is very funny okay if you want to get to the gibberish part it's at about 430 alrighty
0: wow wow is, like you're not li- you weren't wrong when you said gibberish but it's also really fast gibberish
1: it's mesmerizing
0: it's like it, it feels like cavemen grunting but they are like directly in sync and the, the way the lights keep changing color on them
1: um, yeah they're all synced in too
0: it it's so it mesmerizing like it is it is absolutely mesmerizing <laughs> <laughs> This is really funny. I'm I'm gonna, I'll pause it just because otherwise I will just totally just keep focused on this.
1: Yeah, honestly, after Hard the show, away. I recommend just listen to the whole thing. I'm I'm gonna listen to it again. Hmm. Uh, so that was the Weird Al, uh, 2022 concert.
0: That sounds wonderful. I'm glad you had fun. I'm glad your your dad had fun. Me too.
1: What about you? You been up to anything interesting lately?
0: Yeah, I, I went to a concert over the weekend too. I saw uh, the Lonely Run, the Lonely Ones, and Royal Bliss at the Cavalier Theater. Uh, so, four hundred person venue. Uh, drinks were only five dollars for a shot of Jack Daniels. So, pricing was a little different. <laughs> uh, but we we had a we had a really good time with that. Uh, I took I took my fa- whole family. I took my brother. I took my parents. Um, the Lonely Ones. They they were Bulbaflex, Flex, and then one of the members. Of left the band on good terms. He was just sick of touring. So they changed the name and they're kind of starting over. And that was really nice to see them because Flex are like one of my favorite bands. And so to get to finally see like the new iteration was cool. I, I really feel bad that they're kind of starting from square one in a way. I, I, it's like at a certain point I thought they were going to get big as Flex, but they've also been around for over 20 years. And I think maybe it's just never going to happen. And this is how it is. But here and their new stuff live was was it was a good time. And then uh Royal Bliss are they're another band where I'm kind of surprised they're not bigger as far as like rock music goes. Like they do they do the radio rock stuff really well, but it doesn't quite have the um it's a little grittier in terms of sound. It's not quite as clean. It's not quite as uh I don't know, like you hear like a Nickelback song or a Godsmack song or something and you're like, "Oh, this is going to get a lot of play on the radio." Because uh, it's really manufactured for that, whereas Royal Bliss don't quite have that, but they still have the appeal of it. It's just like they seem a little rebellious, I guess, even, even though probably not. But they they are fantastic. They're a really really good live band. Um, they they start their start their set, and someone lights up a, a, a doobie, and it just like stinks up the entire venue. And so after the first song, the the singer is just like the fuck kind of ditch weed are you smoking lacrosse like i can smell it like you just you stick it up like the whole theater that was really funny uh he he played to the crowd really well obviously he wasn't like a comedian like weird al but he definitely had like the charisma of like i can make jokes and they will be funny people will laugh and i can fuck around with my bandmates um, at one point the local radio DJ handed him a bottle of uh, Jameson, but he had filled it with Jack Daniels. And so he takes a bug poll of that and he's like, Oh my God, that's Jack Daniels. That's not Jameson. And that was really funny. And yeah, we just had like a really good time. It's been a long time since I've been to a show at that theater. And so it was great to be back. It was great to get pretty toasted because I had like four or five drinks, but they were only five bucks. Well, actually, sometimes they were $4. It depended on which bartender you went to because their weight staff there. Not going to lie, kind of terrible. Uh, I feel like every bartender behind that that had that venue is on a totally different wavelength and evidently in some cases a totally different price curve. But that's kind of part of the fun too. You never know what you're going to get.
1: Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's an element of going out to these sort of things. is just rolling with stuff that happens. Yeah.
0: It was funny, though. So they ended up selling the venue out, and, and one of the the bands kind of mentioned that, like, in the middle, or said, hey, you know, they keep saying rock music is dead, but we we got this place packed with over 400 people. We're, we're not dead, are we? And I'm looking around, and it's like, I'm one of the youngest people in this theater, and this was an all-ages show. Uh, the, the, the youths are not really coming out for rock music, and I feel like if you want rock music to not be dead, you need a, a consistent influx of new listeners and you don't really have that so i was I, t- I was like i don't know about that mr uh i can't remember who said it but i, I didn't totally agree despite I, I i don't know why i can't just be like really happy about a thing but th- 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 there's a couple things that stuck out it was like ah. my last drink i wanted a jack on the rocks and the lady's like we're out of jack daniels as a different bartender walked behind her with a huge bottle of jack daniels and i was like it's right there and she's like, whatever. Then she'll pour you on. And then she made me a Jack and Coke instead of a Jack on the Rocks. Oh my gosh! And I was like, okay, I'm drunk. I don't really care <laughs> at this point. Ma- this is like number seven. I'm, I, I- I've, uh, I've had too many, and I don't need this. But let's, we'll, we'll roll with it. I was not hungover the next day. I'm probably pretty surprised.
1: It was a good time. I. I want to go to a normal concert, like not in a theater. Like you mean at, like, a, like an outdoor like stadium kind of a
0: concert. or? A, oh,
1: sure, sure. Because I haven't done that in a while.
0: I like I like indoor ones more. The way the uh, the bass hits the the walls and the ceiling. I don't know. There's something about the acoustics of an indoor show that I prefer over an outdoor. Plus, you don't have to worry about rain or snow or whatever.
1: i i just yeah i i I was waiting for like a joke or something i realized oh wait no it rains the where you are like that's not even a thing that comes to mind here oh yeah
0: i guess that is true isn't it like i know whenever we go to (laughs) rock fest like the big fear is is it gonna rain while we're there because that would suck because when that happens it sucks especially when it rains like all day and you're like i guess we're just gonna be soaking wet for 12 hours that's fun
1: yeah, here, if we want to go Wait, outside, it's like, okay, I, I want French fries, but are the seagulls going to steal my French fries, or are the homeless going to steal my French fries? And sometimes it's both.
0: <laughs> oh, darn. I like the idea of the homeless, like, befriending the seagulls, and it's kind of like a Pokemon thing, where we are like, go, seagull, I choose you.
1: Ooh. Sorry, I feel like I interrupted. Did I Did I cut your story short?
0: No, I guess I realized I didn't have, like,
1: much of a story. Okay. I mean, there's nothing was, wrong with it either.
0: Yeah. I, I, nothing, like, really crazy happened. Um, they're two vaguely uh, obscure rock bands, that, so people aren't really going to know who they are unless they go look for the music, which is a shame, because uh, I wish I wish more people listened to both of those bands. Uh, Royal Bliss, though, man, they, they have, like, that stage presence and quality. Or it's like, this band really should be doing way better, like, in terms of uh popularity and venues that they're playing at and stuff like i love that i can spend like 15 bucks and go see them and then literally spend more money on liquor at the show than i did on concert tickets like that's cool but also like in terms of their career trajectory i would it would be nice if they were doing better
1: sometimes i feel bad when things get too popular for their own good but also, whenever yeah. something's underperforming, that makes me feel worse.
0: Yeah, that's a weird place to be in, especially when, like, rock and metal music, where the fan base can be so shitty, and there's, like, this sense of ownership of, like, these obscure bands, and you get to tell people about them and feel cool, and then they get so big, and it's, like, it's not yours anymore, and you get... Instead of being happy for the band, they people get bitter. I've definitely seen that happen with, with metal bands, especially, where like this is great and then all of a sudden they're playing stadiums and it's like never mind they suck now it's like no they've gotten better and people like them for it everyone should be happy like if a a rock or metal band is selling concert tickets like this well that's really good for the scene that's good for the the genre but yeah you lose that sense of ownership or, or you start acting smug like well I knew them before they were cool you know I've met people that do that and that sucks too.
1: I like how at the Weird Al concert, everyone there was just very nice and pleasant. and had bright colored t-shirts.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I guess that does that doesn't surprise me. Show I was at was more of a black t-shirt uh, kind of vibe. At the same time, though, I, I really think like kind of rock chill. shows um, mm-hmm. to see like what all band t-shirts people are wearing. Like, I get a real kick out of like out of that trying to find bands I don't know or. How many bands I recognize or oh, how many like Megadeth t-shirts am I going to see? I don't even like Megadeth, but they're pretty popular. And so just like, oh, that, you know, he's got one, he's got one, he's got one. It's a, it just makes people watching, it adds a little something extra to it. You know, you can, you can tell a lot about a person maybe like by what band they bring in, you know, they're trying to impress people with some kind of obscure, something really heavy, or they're just being like, man, I fucking love uh, Five Finger Death Punch. I want everybody to know it, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I want to design a band shirt. I love band t-shirts. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. You you should do that. I guess I need a band.
0: The stink fingers and the pink fingers. Don't use that one.
1: I want a a word that's hard to pronounce, like prang, like P-R-E-N-G-G. Just so that you oh, have to like, no kind of squint and tilt your head while you're reading it, and you're like praying, prang, with praying, praying. And I'll just go, yeah, you never heard of them. Yeah, honestly, yeah, you could just take like underground,
0: um, take like your YouTube channel name or something, and just turn that into a band logo, and make a shirt for it. I've seen uh some of the mini painting channels I follow, um, have done stuff like that. Because, like, band logo is, like, an aesthetic more than, like, about the band or the word, right? It, it is, like... Oh, yeah. A kind of calligraphy. And then, obviously, the shirts have their own vibe to them. So, you you could do this with your own brand of stuff and actually just use that to promote it, which maybe is a smarter idea, but might be less fun. I don't know.
1: Also, I want on the back, uh, like, a tour list, like, all the locations. But instead of listing the cities, like, each one is just your mom's house, lol.
0: Oh yeah, I was gonna say you have to have at least one of them be your mom's house, lol. No, making all all of them them, that would be great. Yeah, that's that's funny. Maybe
1: that's the band name is Dead Joke, but it's spelled D E D. Oh, and then the O is an umlaut, so it's like J O K. Dead joke. (laughs) There you go. And then uh, what what songs does Dead Joke play? They have the Root Bearer. They have Orange Valentine, Bloody Horse. They have One More Cup, Bloody Horse, Mister Belvedere too.
0: I'd go see them, especially because they'd just be at my mom's house, and I know how to get there.
1: Under eye. <laughs> I <laughs> so I love the idea of like fake bands. Like I, I, I love stuff. I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but those like fake bands in Warcraft. I wish every game oh, yeah. had stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that kind of shit. I don't know. It just makes things like I, th- I think if you if you have like a fantasy world or a sci fi world and you add like artists to it, it makes it feel that much more alive. Just because, I mean, we you know art is everywhere in our world. regard You know, regardless of where you're at, like there's going to be something vaguely artistic, or, or you're going to see someone wearing a band shirt or a poster advertising a thing like you just you can't really escape it and so when you go into a fantasy world and there's just like no local bards or something or people are like hey did you know so-and-so is going to be here to do a poem or whatever you know just like whatever the entertainment was or whatever you want it to be just it, it adds a lot and then it gives people like hobbies and things to be excited over which also i think makes people more relatable it's like hey let's go to the tavern and listen to the bard he used to play for the king and then he pissed the king off and had to, you know, escape or whatever. I bet he's really good. Just like that kind of stupid shit. Especially like Arcane? in an MMO.
1: Arcane? Yeah, we watched that. Do you remember when Imagine Dragons was there? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I Did they die? I'm trying to remember. I feel like that bar got shot up and it was almost implied that they might have died in the action.
0: Oh, that's a good... I don't remember. That's a good question.
1: I, I don't think it's, like, on screen, but it, it's one of those things where if you think about it logically, Imagine Dragons might have been murdered, and yeah. I really wish they put that on the screen. Like, I, I think there's a lot of people out there that just really hate Imagine Dragons, and I remember there were people that were enjoying Arcane, and they stopped on that episode because they're like, you know, I put up at the opening, I'm not going to look at their stupid cartoon faces, and it, like, pissed them off. If they just killed them on screen, and that's League of Legends canon, that would have won those people over.
0: Oh, yeah. Also, like, imagine being in Imagine Dragons, be like, yo, we got to be in a really great cartoon, and then we got to die in a bar fight. Yeah, it's cool. Like, that's also a good story. Everybody wins.
1: Everybody wins. That's a good one. I, <laughs> I don't know. I remember, I think there was a Marvel thing. Was this in Hawkeye? uh one of the like there was a kind of a joke but there's a part where hawkeye gets uh, kidnapped by some supervillains and one of the supervillains is texting his girlfriend cuz they're like having a fight and so uh hawkeye tries to help him uh, sort out whatever his problem is with his girlfriend and he's like well i bought her imagine dragons tickets and she it's like she doesn't even want to go and she's like, well, maybe, uh, did you buy those tickets for yourself and you're just bringing her or does she like Imagine Dragons? And he's like, well, everyone likes Imagine Dragons. I, no. I think you should ask <laughs> her what she wants to see. And it was funny, <laughs> but it was also like, man, people are really mean to Imagine Dragons. Like, that I, I'm kind of so-so on it, but people get, like, visceral.
0: Oh, man. I don't understand why, like, groups of people get a lot of joy in being just really shitty to specific properties or bands. And I... I might be guilty of this, so Pot Calling Kettle Black, but like Nickelback puts out a new song this year and it's pretty good and I'm having fun with it. And like all the comments on their Facebook page are just like, I wish you would stop making music so the world would be a better place. Or you guys suck, LOLOL. And it's like, don't follow them on Facebook. Or uh, God's Guy put out a new song this week and it might be like their last album. They're not sure yet. You know, the band is kind of on that cusp of well we only people only want to hear the hits anyways why should we be writing more music if no one wants to hear it uh and we still out with our current songs and people are like yeah you know what'd be great is if you just went away then music would be even better and it's like one you're not clever and two they're not gonna read this and three like you could just keep your fucking mouth shut and, and let people be happy
1: i don't um, have enough time in the day to find everything that i don't like and constantly harass fans of those things because it exists
0: Right. It's, I, I, <laughs> it's like, weirdly sociopathic, but in such a lazy, boring way that I don't want to call it that because that makes it sound more extreme than it is. But it is, like, there's an unhingedness to it.
1: Well, yeah, I can't remember. I mean, there there's a few things, you know, if you were to bring up Rick and Morty, I might go, ugh. But I'm not going to stop and explain everything wrong with Rick and Morty. And why you shouldn't watch it. It's just, I'm going to say, yeah, no, I, I don't watch it. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, an hour later, I'm not even going to be thinking about it. For some reason, these people get all, like, bent out of shape. And they have to, like, blog about how much they hate something. And it just yeah. seems strange. Like, oh, that Lord of the Rings show. There's a lot of people hate watching it. And it's like, I watched the first episode. I didn't connect with me. And I forgot about it. Like, I moved on. And I forgot it was, like, still running. And so someone yeah. was sending me a clip today. And they're like, oh, it got even worse this week. And I'm like, why are you watching this? Like, is it good? It's like, no, you have to see how bad it is. And it's like, it's not that bad. I just don't care. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you spending your time doing this?
0: Yeah, life's really too short um, for that. And with, like, comic books, I still try to keep up with Whatever images come releasing because I like image comics, but I bounce off way quicker and way easier than I used to because I'm not reading anything for homework. I'm just reading for fun. And so, you know, something doesn't grip me in a handful of pages I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'll read something else like uh, I'm not beholden to the sanctity of any of this. So I'm not going to like treat it as anything more than what it is Uh, for music. Like I, I like searching for new music. Sometimes I dip out after the first chorus if I'm really not feeling it. Or, oh, maybe the song's only okay. I won't listen to the album. Like, I don't have to, I don't know, voice my opinion on every song I listen to, right? I'm not going to go on to the comments and be like, oh, boy, this part sucked or whatever. Like, I just don't have the, I don't have the time for it, but I don't have the energy. I don't want to deal with the, the responses. And I know there are certain things that will set me off. And if, like, I, I'm walking by and someone's like, boy, I really love that Ernest Cline. I'll be like, well, actually, he's a piece of shit. So, you know, I have my I have my moments and my things that, you know, like getting stung by a wasp in my little head. But for the most part, I feel like I've I've, I've done a good job of backing off the, the, the being annoyed by shit other people like because uh, I used to be way worse about that, especially when I was in like high school and college where you're like, oh, I'm so cool because I don't like stuff. And it's like, oh, I grew out of that because that's what functioning adults do. <laughs>
1: Sometimes easier said than done.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And like I said, like, I am I am very much like pot calling kettle black here. Because there are things that bother me. And, like, there are people that might listen to this and be like, wow, really? You think that about yourself? And I'm like, well, okay, the specific shit you bring up to me is, like, in that pocket of oh, sets me off. Or maybe you're asking my opinion about something and then realizing you didn't actually want my opinion about something. Because I'm not in lockstep. You know that happens for sure.
1: I started a like, podcast been... so I could complain about things every week. Oh, God, is that what this is? I mean, I, I can't seem to help myself. Oh. I You know, we do have some spicy
0: opinions about Overwatch and World of Warcraft and uh, the other stuff we talk about and bitch about. Fuck. I sound like a huge-ass hypocrite now. Oh, well.
1: I mean, it happens, but I mean here's the difference, though. Uh, we set this up as an hour for us to talk about whatever's on our mind, I think that's a little mm. different than waiting for a band to post an update and then personally attacking everyone in the comments for liking the band. Yeah, and I I think that's a different territory because there's context. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, like, I'm not we're not invading space.
0: Yeah, uh, agreed. Well, so when I do something, it's fine. And when other people do something, it's not fine. And that's how—that's the rules. I don't make them up, but I make them up. I need to buy tickets to the oh, next we got,
1: concert in October. We, we got a couple minutes to kill. Did you see the new Deadpool teaser?
0: Oh, I did not, but I heard about it. The one Mr. Hugh Jackman is in it.
1: Yeah, let's watch it.
0: Okay. Gonna click play and three, two, one, go. I'm a little disappointed in that. Like, I think for Deadpool two and Deadpool one, the the teaser joke stuff was funny, and um, this is not.
1: It's a little lazy. I, I don't know. I, I have faith that the movie will be fine, but this isn't a super winner. Yeah. What were we just talking about? Um. There was like a yeah. I was talking to you about it. There was that one YouTube channel where it's like they have a gag and then it'll go for five minutes too long. Yeah. I mean, at least that was only a minute and a half. Yeah. I. I think I want to see a Deadpool movie with Wolverine in it, and I'm glad it's Hugh Jackman. I'm, I'm not going to set the bar high.
0: <laughs> I've really come to realize that when it comes to superhero movies, MCU stuff, like, I'm a pretty basic bitch. I, I try to be above it, and I'm smart, and I, I just watch the sophisticated movies by Arya Steer. But at the end of the day, like, I will see Deadpool 3, and I will laugh and enjoy it. Just the same as basically any of the other MCU movies that I, I sometimes get dragged kicking and screaming to. And then it's like, oh, no, actually, this is a good time. And I think maybe it's just because like I have like Marvel expectations for stuff. where I'm not expecting high art. I want funny jokes, entertaining action sequences and some decent CG in places like and I want to be entertained for two hours. Like, I, I, you know, it's fine. It's good. They're, they're, they're good movies.
1: I don't know. I'm depressed again. Do you have a Glad Space? Uh
0: Yeah. What is my Glad space this week? Oh. I got to do I did a podcast with uh Emily, Jean-Luc, and Alex. They their new comic one that they started uh once the comics podcast ended. Called Crying in the Book Club. I finally I got to uh I got to guest on that uh yesterday. And we talked about God Country, which was like one of our first like major big comics uh for the comics podcast that we fell in love with and i had a really good time like hanging out with them for a little over an hour and 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 shooting the shit about comic books and uh we all kind of brought in some notes was a little more curated so uh for listeners i don't know when this episode is going to go out but if you like god country or like want to listen to us talk about a comic we really like it was fun um i feel like our rapport never really went away Uh, and it was uh it was a nice moment i had a really good time hanging out with them uh, yesterday
1: that's good that sounds like a fun time getting together
0: yeah I think um I think every every couple months we might they might drag me back and i I will not say no especially since I don't have to do a whole lot of homework for it now like if it's like oh you have to read six issues of a comic book and then don't have to edit it's like hell yeah can I show up drunk I can awesome
1: yeah it sounds like the right way to do it
0: mm-hmm I told them, though, after the show, it's like, I want... Because part of the reason we do this show is, like, to force us to hang out um, more than once a week and just, like, to have conversations and be friends because we are friends. And I'm like, we should do that with, you know, all the four of us. Like, even if it's just 20 minutes to say hi to each other, I think would go a long way and, you know, pick a day that works for everybody and just... Let's just fucking schedule hangout time.
1: Yeah, you know, it's actually kind of weird how... I think sometimes people feel the need to keep things uh, flexible and casual. There's nothing wrong with scheduling a play date because things get busy and it's like, hey, just pencil it in on your calendar. You know, hey, that Friday, that's going to be bar night. Just put it in there and have a little reminder go off so that, you know, you feel bad if you miss it and you can keep it in your mind on that day. It goes a long way. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I, I mean, let's face it, too, like the older you get, the harder it is to just spontaneously
1: do stuff. And so scheduling
0: yeah. it in advance, like it it, it just kind of makes life sense.
1: Yeah, if you overthink it, it might sound weird, but just do it. Everyone, I have a good time.
0: Mm hmm. What about you, Cameron? What you glad about this week?
1: Oh, well, on that topic, uh, I also recorded a podcast to somebody. Oh, um, yeah. I did like a an hour long episode on my Warcraft channel. What's it called? Wow Pigeon? Yeah. I can't remember if it's Wow Pigeon or Pigeon Wow.
0: I think it's Wow Pigeon, but I am a bad friend. I don't know the name of your show.
1: It's, wow it's my channel. I don't know it. Okay. Yeah, it is Wow Pigeon. Uh, so, yeah, I did a. It's an hour, hour 15 with uh, our friend Herc. I think we had Herc on this show once, and I don't remember if that was to talk about WoW or if we were talk about something else.
0: We definitely had him on the show, but I also don't remember why.
1: I Yeah, I think it was a little more improvisational, because it was also, like, last minute. Like, I think we might have asked him ten minutes before we started recording, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm free, and then he just topped on. Uh, so this was fun, because it was a little more focused on a topic. And it was it was fun. I like doing the WoW show instead of just like pocketing this show with a video game that most people don't play anyways.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I I'm I'm meaning to watch that. Um now that I'm doing another kind of painting project, I think uh I'll have to like add that to my, my queue of things to, to listen to while I paint. So hopefully, oh, yeah, uh you could do that you know, soon.
1: Uh, It was fun to set up. We're not going to do these super regular, but I do want to do more in the future. But this one, it took a lot of time because I wanted to record background footage and set up like visual assets and stuff. Because this is the first time I've done like a video format long term discussion. And so there was a lot of work that went into putting this together. And the next one is going to go a lot faster since that's done. But it was really fun to record just, uh, like, busy town footage. Like, I went to Stormwind and just recorded players walking around on an RP server. And it's very cozy. Like, I think it's a nice atmosphere. So I I hope people enjoy it. It's already got 40 views, which surprises me. People like that long-form YouTube content. Well, I mean, you got to do something while you're painting minis.
0: Also, I did find the episode, he was on 139, um, Warcraft with Herchibald. So We, yeah, okay. we talked so about we the talk upcoming about WoW that. expansion. Actually, this is probably really interesting to listen to now, because it's two years ago, and you were doing kind of a retrospective on this expansion. <laughs> so it all comes full circle. Also, you're, the, the the show notes for this episode are really funny. <laughs> Special needs guest Hirch. Special needs guest Hurts joins Cameron and Chad to chat about the upcoming WoW expansion with a fresh set of
1: eyes. That's depressing. Uh, and then you... This I don't know, is so funny. bad. Man, people are getting ever excited. Talk- so guess what happens? Guess what happens in a couple weeks? What? You, you can skip Shadowlands entirely. You can just... Wow. You can pick any other expansion and level up to 60 and just not do Shadowlands anymore. So everybody's like excited. <laughs> like I have so many alts at level 50 exactly waiting for this moment.
0: I was going to say if you ever want me on your Wild Pigeon to talk about um the boomer version of World of Warcraft, I'm game.
1: Oh, definitely. That's the other thing with this uh, channel. I picture having different people on. Uh, Actually, with Herc, he told me at one point that he didn't want to do it at all because he doesn't like the sound of his his, his dumb voice because he's stupid. And it's like, yeah, I know. But then he had a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, he'll definitely be on again in the future, but I'm going to get other people. I want to talk to you. Uh, And then I have another friend that plays Final Fantasy with me. And I want to talk to him about it. So I got... I got content for WoW Podcasts coming up. Uh, Nice. Again, it'll be a little more sparingly, but... I'm kind of looking forward to having these talks. Because I like talking with my friends. It's a fun excuse. Yeah. But I guess that's all for me. Uh, You got anything you want to share? To close out?
0: um, I'm thinking... I'm thinking next week, though we should talk about Gundam building because I'm done building mine and I, I officially started painting it today and hopefully I'll be quite a bit farther in the paint scheme but I think that could be, I think that would be fun I'm, I'm curious like if you if you started yours and by then maybe you will have and we can could, we could talk about building Gundam models
1: Yeah, I just got mine and I am planning on starting it this weekend so that's going to be good timing I think next week's going to be a fun talk uh, and then, I, I'm gonna You gonna don't know much friend... on them, do you? I don't know, fucking
0: no, not a lot. I well, yeah, we can talk so about that fun. on the show. I'm gonna message my friend Matt, who's the one that kind of got me into this in the first place. Um, if he's got anything he wants us to either cover or just random questions for us, because he's he loves Gundam like that. His he loves Gundam, Cameron.
1: His his house is fucking full of Gundam figures. It's oh, it's uh, crazy. Like I know the type. Yeah. Gundam has a serious following.
0: And one of the things he said to me, though, is that um, most of the people he tries to talk to about Gundam only want to talk about the fucking anime. And he likes the anime, but, like, to him, like, the, the fun is building models and customizing models and painting them. And one of the reasons he's like, Chad, I, I, you know, if you get into this, I will have someone I can talk to about building the models. And that won't go off on anime tangents. So... uh. If he were really reliable, I would say he should be on the show. But he works third shift, and he is very good at just falling asleep. So I, I don't think
1: that's going to happen.
0: But, but but Matt's a great guy, and I, so I will I will see if he's got any uh anything he wants us to cover.
1: That sounds like a plan. Uh with that, I guess I wish everybody a good week and a safe Oktoberfest.
0: Yeah, have fun, everybody, and. If you're going to drink and drive, make sure it's like a bumper cars.
1: That, that does sound fun.
0: So it kind of cool. does. <laughs>
1: I, I'm picturing with, like, the Oompa band and everything. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Well, goodbye, everybody.
1: I my everybody
0: i never bring <laughs> I'll never bring it out of again. <laughs> <laughs>